Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, we just can't have nice things. We're not allowed to. Well, according to Shams Karania and then Woj and then several reporters thereafter, LeBron James is looking at an extended injury, I guess, is is the phrase being thrown around there. Uh, it, this is one thing that the Lakers still kind of frustrate me with. You see the actual technical terms that get thrown around there from other players uh, when they get hurt. Steph's injury was like an actual formal sentence on its own. Uh, but yeah, the, we're just told that LeBron has a foot thing and he's going to be out for a while. So a while can mean any number of things. They're saying an extended period of time, which makes me think it's more than a couple weeks. Uh, they are probably even going beyond, if, if it goes beyond a couple and it moves into a few. So a couple is two, a few is three. Uh, Dave McMenamin in his tweet said several, so maybe four. And if it goes beyond that, now you're talking about, you know, where the Lakers are going to be in the standings by the time LeBron comes back. Uh, more on, on that and how I feel about the Lakers' chances at, you know, still competing with LeBron out in a bit. I do want to say, though, look, LeBron did play through this thing. He did finish that game. I had a feeling that if, if you know, something was up and he wasn't moving well, like make no two... See, <laughs> he was bad. Uh, you know, there were a few occasions where he kind of pulled up gimpy. There were a few occasions where, you know, a, a stoppage in play would, ha- would, would happen and he would walk to the bench kind of looking at that right foot. Uh, the fact that, you know, again, we can't quite isolate the exact tweak, right? You, can, you know the exact play, uh, and, and, and but still, like, you know, was it on... The takeoff, was it on landing? Was it, you know, what, what was the deal there? Um, he didn't get much height on that jump. So was it on the gather or whatever? Uh, it was just, it was a, a weird play, a freak kind of play. And yeah, it, it, it sucks. We, <laughs> we were really enjoying some momentum there, but had it immediately taken away now in, in kind of short fashion where D'Angelo Russell is still considered doubtful for tonight's game against Memphis, uh, LeBron is 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 out, and yeah, I mean it, every every bit of optimism that you kind of trying to build around this team and this formula, the return to the to the formula that led to a championship, all of that optimism has just kind of turned into a bit of a fart. It sucks. I do want to say though, look, LeBron getting hurt was always a possibility, right? Like that, that is, he's 38 years old or 39, whatever he is. He's in year 20. This is, (laughs) this wouldn't exactly uh, break the presses, stop the presses if any other 38-year-old athlete came up gimpy and had to miss an extended period of time in, in kind of a freak way, right? So, that was always a risk there. There's always a risk with AD too, right? That that at any moment he could kind of come up gimpy because that's kind of defined the second half of, of his Lakers tenure. I still think though, and I, I'll stand by this for reasons even beyond this season, 
I, I'm still glad that the Lakers made the trade that they, the trades that they did at the deadline. Um, it makes even more sense, right? That they didn't move that second pick um, because yeah, they, as they've told us kind of through their actions all along, they don't feel that confident that LeBron and AD can stay physically whole for an entire season and then however many playoff games that they'd have to play. Uh, it's It sucks. It's, it's kind of a shitty reality to live in, but look, sometimes you have to, what, what is it? What does Aaron say? You have to uh, live in reality on reality's terms or whatever. And yeah, that, that's, that's kind of the, the, the reality that we live in here is it's hard to fully commit to this team when you just can't possibly confidently predict full health from your two stars. That said, the moves that they made, you know, Rui is going to be a player who I, I think uh, can, can factor into their future beyond this season. Uh, we'll really see how well he fits here. I think he probably slides into the starting lineup. And yeah, that leaves the the second unit a little small, but you you, you kind of do what you have to do here. Maybe they move Austin into the two slash three spot and Beasley into the two threat slash three spot, and they try to really rely on on shooting and quickness and 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 spacing to optimize AD. I don't know what what they're going to do here. Uh, it is kind of difficult to play a Rui Vanderbilt AD front court when none of those three players really space the floor. And if D'Angelo Russell misses any more time and you're starting Dennis Schroeder, then your only floor spacer there is Malik Beasley. And yeah, we we've seen how, you know, kind of bad spacing looks with AD. So I, they have options here, but I, I still say you have Rui moving forward. Uh, I think the Lakers, by all reports to this point, are still interested in in negotiating a next contract with D'Angelo Russell. Uh, they still have they can they can pick up Malik Beasley's option. You can uh, sign Vanderbilt and Austin Reeves to longer term contracts, and you have a pretty nice little core there with AD and or LeBron here moving forward. Um, if you keep Russ. And you know LeBron gets hurt, and this season is toast. Then Russell's contract extends, and you don't really have anything to show for this season moving forward. So I, I'm still glad. And and look, even beyond even beyond like the practical and the you know the the the, the analytical approaches to team building and all of that stuff, even beyond that. The fact that the Lakers made the moves that they did at the deadline showed everybody, showed fans, showed the the team, showed clutch that, yeah, we're still willing to compete within reason. We're still willing to to give you guys a puncher's chance if you guys can hold up your end of the bargain. And unfortunately here, it doesn't seem like LeBron's body is going to allow him to hold up his end of the bargain, but it looked for a little bit like they could. And, you know, these three games, it... it, it <laughs> We might look back on them and we'll say, man, remember those three games? Like maybe that's the case here, but the three games were great. I think it reinforced the, the formula that the Lakers have to uh, utilize here moving forward so long as they continue to lean on LeBron and AD as their core stars moving forward. I, I, 
I just think, you know, for 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 tangible and intangible reasons, making the trades that they did at the deadline were the right moves, even if the outcome to the season is not going to be what we hoped it would. All right, I have we still have no idea what the injury is that LeBron has, but let's try to look ahead to what the kind of remaining stretch here might look like while LeBron is out. So let's say he misses one week. Well, one week gets you they unfortunately they play a lot of games in that one week. But Tuesday, Feb, you know, tonight at Memphis, at OKC on Wednesday, Friday uh, at home against Minnesota, Sunday at home against Minnesota, or uh, at home against Golden State, and then Tuesday, a week from now, they play Memphis again, that time at home. I'd I'd be pretty surprised if LeBron only misses a week here because of the way that the reports are kind of framing this. There is some kind of speculation out there, some whispering that maybe he might be out for the season. I, until we see that definitively reported, I wouldn't really run with any of those whispers. Uh, but let's look at to, to the week after that. The the schedule does lighten up a little bit. They have uh, Toronto at home on the tenth. They have New York at home on the tenth. They play at New Orleans. They've been a mess. They play at Houston, arguably the worst team in the in in the league. Then they play Dallas at home. Just beat the the, the Mavericks here just the other day uh, with a gimpy LeBron. And so it, the the math is different with no LeBron, but still. Uh, I haven't seen a game here that I just say, yeah, that's a loss. Uh, They play Sunday, March uh, 19th against Orlando at home. And then, you know, I think their toughest game here, March 22nd at home against Phoenix is going to be the the one that I would probably say, yeah, that's that's probably going to be a loss. Phoenix will probably have Kevin Durant back. They'll have a little bit of time between now and then to ingratiate Kevin Durant. Uh, that's going to be the, the, but of the, of all of the games that I've said here, that's the only one that I would say, yep, Lakers don't really have a chance. And, you know, maybe we can say that about Memphis as it seems like the Lakers are kind of, they'll see how it goes, but it doesn't look like they're, they're putting any eggs into the basket of trying to win at Memphis. Just, you know, it, D'Angelo Russell is doubtful. We'll see if this is a strategic play so that they can have, Russell may be available for, for OKC uh, the following night. But but yeah, that's that would get you uh, f- Wednesday, March 22nd. That would be a three-week absence for LeBron. If it's, if he misses three weeks, uh, given the, the games that I listed, I think the Lakers can go, I, I think a, a perfectly fine goal is to go slightly above 500, right? Can you, can you, can you win just slightly more games than... They lose there. That would be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 games. So can you win seven of them? You know, ideally, you know, you, you set your sights on eight uh, and and you go eight and four in that stretch. I just don't see that really happening here. Uh, but if you go seven and five, at worst, I think the Lakers, the, the, the they have to stay 500 or better if... They want to remain afloat and and continue to be a factor in the play-in or playoff picture. Uh, but, yeah, th- this is just the reality of the situation. If he misses more time than that, if you're looking at like a four or more week absence, after Phoenix at home, they play OKC um, at home. 
They play Chicago at home and and then away uh, Sunday and then Wednesday. So that's that's a couple wins there that you can kind of look at. And then uh, yeah, that Wednesday would would mark four weeks. And yeah, I mean it's not an insanely tough task that 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 extra week, but. But at that time, you're kind of nervous about the toll of playing without LeBron. And then you also kind of worry about, and this is where the, this injury really kind of hurts, is the Lakers are going to enter the playoffs with basically no continuity. Like they they played a couple games with their full core, and then eight, then uh, Russell goes down, and you wind up putting Schroeder back into the starting lineup. Um, and and uh, he loses any time that he was going to have to get used to playing with that second unit so yeah it's just all of this just really kind of sucks but like I said earlier in the show even if this sucks and even if you know some people I see old takes exposed is getting dunked on right now for saying you know kind of laughing at LeBron saying he was going to play in in the remaining 23 games this season um, I, I still say I would much rather go out and and have a lost season but still feel like I competed the annoying thing about last season was that after the deadline you just kind of looked at it and you said they didn't even try they didn't even try to stay competitive they wrote out the season and and obviously the rest was history from there but at least this year I can look at the moves that the Lakers made and one they set them up moving forward for the rest of the season um, but two they they and 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 beyond uh, but but two and i think just as maybe even more importantly uh they they let the fans know again they reminded the fans that yeah w- maybe the chips or maybe the odds are kind of against us but we're still going to compete i think there's value in that all right that is going to do it here for this lakers lowdown podcast uh sucks man uh i i, I guess we'll just kind of see how memphis goes um, Memphis has been kind of a mess, you know, ever since the, the, the fight at, uh, moneylaundering.com arena with Shannon Sharp and because of Steven, uh, Adams absence, the, the Grizzlies have kind of floundered a little bit, which if you're floundering because you're missing Steven Adams, that's kind of indicative of larger issues, I think. Uh, but Hey, maybe the Lakers shock the world. if they do, and they keep this winning streak moving forward, um, I'll hop right on here and and celebrate as if they just want to play a game because why not? You know, enjoy the last, like I just said a second ago, if they're going to remain competitive, enjoy that competition here for the rest of the season. And, and, and I guess you just kind of see where it gets you. So until the next time I talk to you guys, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.